Hey, this is Louisiana Sister Squad Podcast, where we bring you real information to enhance your truther lifestyle. I'm Katie. And I'm Tammy. Welcome Welcome to to the the show. show. Hey, listen, we want to jump right in and tell you about our guest today. His name is Rashad. He is a father of one, a personal trainer, yoga instructor, and the co-host with the Raw on Purpose podcast. I'm totally looking forward to learning more about Rashad today. He's already been such a good friend and an inspiration just by following him on Instagram. Uh, I don't want to delay any further. He's got some amazing tips for us on mindfulness, wellness, um, our physical being, and of course, our spirit. I guess they call him the mind body, and soul guru for a reason. Welcome to the show, Rashad. Tell us more about yourself. Um, I hold classes in Marietta, Georgia. I love anything that has to do with arts. I definitely love things around um, acting, dancing, anything that has to do with music as well. A lot of these things I kind of incorporate in what I do and love to do as well. Awesome, Rashad. Well, it sounds like a very full life, and that that's amazing. What it is you're you're doing daily, as far as you, mind and wellness, coaching people and training people. Can you tell us a little bit more about what a day in the life looks like for you when you're when you're busy with clients or have a class? I'm getting up pretty early, sometimes four or five a.m. After ten a.m., I'm getting myself. A, a good meal. Um, I, I eat plant-based um, right now, so I don't really eat meat. My cup can be full as well. I like to pretty much get the best bang for my buck and work out the most effective way possible and definitely not waste time. Um, do a lot of back office work, working on things, the, the, a lot of the behind-the-scenes things, I guess you could say, planning things like advertising, marketing around 3 p.m. I'm just taking some time just to chill out, let loose, and really prepare my mind and body for the rest of the day. At the end of the day, after that, all that's said and done, um, I'm just really just focusing on finishing whatever it is that I need to finish. Call my son, check on him, make sure he's good. Um, I'll do some reading and research. Um, I'm going at it again the next day. What ignited your passion to like get into this? Uh, Great question. So for me, just one of the new challenges or anything along those lines, I would say around 21 where it became like a a, a real thing just for me personally. So it was health. It was unhealthy inwardly and, and outwardly. Once I got out of the relationship and removed myself um, from that toxicity, I had a breath of fresh air. And the first thing that I wanted was more life, just to feel better, be at my best. After work, I would just walk. The next day, I would uh, walk again. And then after that, because I liked a, a little challenge, something that, like, gives me something to strive for and then it ended up being sprint intervals and I just kept focusing on being 
better than I was the prior day? What are you eating? What type of workout do you do? Then at that point is where I begin to really think about, okay, maybe personal training would be a good fit for me. But at that time, I looked at it as overwhelming. You know, I kind of over overthought the process and everything. Um, but long story short, um, ended up taking the courage and just really just gradually became from started with wellness coaching to personal training. And then the yoga came in about four years ago. Uh, I'm always just trying to grow and expand and evolve, uh, not just personally, but in what I do as well. So that's what the journey has been up until now. You know, I want to go back to the beginning of that story of leaving the toxic relationship. I know so many people that struggle with that and i'm sure you've seen it a lot but not only that but you've experienced it and i think knowing that about you that you went through a you went through that struggle of the toxic relationship letting go of that and then you started at step one you're incorporating um more of your mind because it's it wasn't just the physical aspect of working out i'm sure that helped you let go and grow from that toxic relationship as we know moving our bodies can also help our mind but do you find that that process was hand in hand so for me it was it was first gratitude meaning that I was just grateful to be in a better environment, grateful to be in a better headspace, and grateful for the opportunity to add on to that. And that just provoked me to just take action and inspired action as well. Because I was definitely working on my spiritual at the same time as I was working on mental and physical. Um, as well so the way I looked at it was I'm, I'm reading the word and I'm seeing that okay you should definitely honor your temple give it this and not give it that and, and I'm looking at the church at the time and seeing the unhealthiness and I was trying to add the two up it was it was noticeable so my body didn't look like it was out of order the, the 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 spiritual part definitely helped and influenced with the, the mental fortitude as well. And at the same time, I think also it's a, for me personally, it's a gift as far as the ability to not just challenge myself, but um, encourage myself to really persevere, to endure, um, and to have some resilience as well. And I definitely relied on God to help, you know, really develop and bring that out more and apply it to um, my personal walk for sure. I just want to say how important this conversation is, not only to Tammy and I, but to hopefully all of our listeners. 
we are hoping to attract people who are ready to break free uh, from that programming that we've all fell a victim to. So aligning your mind, body, and soul, remembering to breathe, this is just crucial. And when it comes to the physical aspect of things, it's definitely okay to have fun when you're working out, dancing, or whatever kind of activities you would like to incorporate. But reality is going to always draw me back in, and I'm always here to tell the truth as well as Tammy. So we really do need to just prepare our minds and our bodies for whatever is next. Um, do you have any um, books that you might want to recommend for somebody that's going through like a similar struggle? George Myers, The Mind of the Battlefield is the, the Mind or the Mind is the Battlefield. What's interesting is I've been pretty fit um, through my life, but when I really started to work out regularly and really enjoy it is after I got out of a toxic relationship. And I think that people really underestimate how healing it is that after that situation, and I was so beat up mentally, it's kind of like rebuilding yourself from the inside out. I found it very therapeutic. And to this day, when I go to the gym, I can put my headphones on and go into almost like a meditative state. But I, I feel like it's very, very healing. And so I, I just wanted to let you know, I really enjoyed that story. And it's very relatable. And thank you for, for sharing, you know, your experience. You're aware, you know, you're connected with your body, how things feel while you're doing it your your breathing uh within it and in between um all things of those nature so it, it's it's very therapeutic and it's all about your perspective of it really at the end of the day yeah i totally agree with you and once you got the breathing part under control and then you're able to go into the mind muscle connection that's where the meditative state came in and you're doing it so you can release the endorphins and feel good, go into that mind-muscle connection. And you're always in your mind is like focusing on that. That's, that's to me is like a huge part of the meditative state. Can you see that in your clients on a regular basis, like almost their mentality changing from, oh, here we go to, all right, let's go. Yes, I have I have definitely witnessed, you know, they may start off very disconnected from their body, their mind-body connection, mind-muscle connection. And it's always kind of a joy to see um, and hear them give the responses and the feedback. Like, okay, oh, okay, I feel that now. Like, I feel that, you know, and I explain to them, like, the, the purpose of repetition, um, how it's just kind of just building the, the mind is programming the mind and the body to work synergistically together. And I'm always big on breathing. I'm always reminding my clients to breathe while they're working out and they'll be holding their breath and they'll be like, I'll be like, breathe. And they're like, how did you know that? I'm like, because I pay attention to body language and, and the body has a certain kind of look to it or um, demeanor that when it when it's tense and it's and you're and you're holding breath as opposed to keeping it flowing um you know with the the work that you're doing so um but yeah those seeing those progressions 
you know, was good because that's that's one thing that I just want to get the client to is to get to those click moments where it kind of clicks on the inside and um, they're tapping in to their breath. Right. I can't wait for that lesson. I we from our conversation yesterday, you got some uh you're gonna have to teach me a bit more about that body language. <laughs> I'm breathing. <laughs> I I like I after our conversation yesterday about body language, um, your kind of insight and just being able to express that with you. I want to say thank you very much for our conversation yesterday. It did get me thinking about it a bit more and how we should really be paying attention to how our body's responding to how we're how we're feeling. And um, that opened my eyes a little bit, Rashad, I must tell you, I must tell you. A lot of people that um, whenever they just start working out, uh, they want to do it. They want to look great. They want to feel great. But a lot of them are intimidated. So when you get a client that is like that, what's your best advice to them to kind of put them at ease? So I let them know that, you know, that I'm here to definitely not just coach you, but provide you with the knowledge and tools that you need to so that you can eventually be able to train yourself because i tell them that i'm not here to train you forever that's not my purpose some some trainers will do that for you know financial security or whatever it may be but um i don't want to make them dependent on me solely i want them to grow and to you know, like a, a mother bird in a in a, 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 a in their baby. You know, eventually, yeah, I'm really big on explaining what they're doing, what it's working, what to expect. Helps you kind of know what to do and say on top of your your experience of working with somebody who's maybe less confident. Very good question. It gave me like good, I guess you say guidelines per se. But it was my my spirit, my intuition, and my mindfulness and emotional intelligence that really gives me that edge to connect specifically with uh, individual clients to identify those specific needs and to know how to engage them in a moment where they're feeling uh, afraid or um, not so confident in their own ability. Um, and things of that nature. So uh, just for me, just a lot of paying attention and using all of my experiences with working different people um, to know how to how to better relate to um, my different clientele. Again, that just sounds like it's going back to using all of your senses, um, your best practices, and uh, yet again, really reading the body language of somebody you can I guess that you would be giving that off if you didn't feel confident you're going to do things that kind of display your lack of confidence or nervousness. And I think that's great to hear that from someone in the fitness industry, because like you said, it is very money driven, um, just like any other industry and coaches do want to keep clients forever. So, so I do like that, that you said you're a teacher. I let them know that. And one of the other things that I always, let them know it's just I just I just throw it out there. I just say stay mindful whatever you do like say if it's about to be a weekend and you know they're about to 
go to different events, you know, be around people, have, you know, meals that are different from their meal plan and things of that nature. I say, be mindful. So if you choose to indulge, be ready to, you know, handle whatever it is that you have to handle afterwards. If you, if you cheat, you're not cheating anyone but yourself, you know, exactly. and that comes in with you have to challenge yourself all the time and up your game to get better. You have to do that with food too. And like, nobody's perfect and have your <laughs> little chocolate and move on. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. So that's great advice. And, um, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying this because it's not every single person you can talk about fitness with. What other great tips, uh, would you like to share with our audience today? One tip that I would share is what will help you to stay on uh, to get started or to um, stay on a fitness journey is attaching a great why or a purpose to it um, because the condition of like your body and how it looks, you know, that just changes from day to day. So you may not always be motivated to work on yourself if things look one way or another. Um, on any uh, particular given day. So seeing yourself where you want to be, um, and I try to help and to help them to use their imagination and kind of like what we were talking about with the uh, the Gospel of Thomas, um, about the, the energy of, it's not you the result that you want. It's not about just you doing the, laborious physical work of working out having your mind really locked in on the on the convincing part that it's already yours and that you are who you are in your present state so it's like even if your body is not reflecting as far as how it looks where you want to be i always tell my clients and that's what this is where the mindfulness and the meditation stuff kind of integrates i tell them to it doesn't even have to be long, two minutes, one minute, two minutes, maybe even five. Using your breath, closing your eyes. Just imagine yourself, you know, being where you're at. See your abilities of the whoever that person is that you're becoming. See the abilities of that. So even if you're not able to um, run or something like that now, I dare you to just imagine your mind like, seeing yourself run and not being tired but feeling exhilarated feeling just vitally energized and feeling strong and accomplished and just just fit like you want to be because the mind uh or should i say the the body it doesn't know the difference between an actual experience and an experience that has happened in the mind so the body just will follow the mind lock that mind and create a new i will call a real or eel uh, creating a new reel of thoughts um and emotions to to code to go to and revisit um in your mind consciously on the daily because that's that's going to be where your results are rooted from things that you will naturally come to the habits will come more naturally if you tap into your your mental power more um, intentionally and consistently, 
So definitely using your your mind, and 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 you might have to even like uh, just build up the confidence just to just to believe that it's something that you can actually do. But using your mind and your imagination and your your feelings um, is really key in you becoming your best self, um, uh, maintaining your best health, and definitely getting to the body composition that you want to be and everything and also um a focus on affirmations as well so so um, kind of manifest almost manifest for your health and and creating basically what you want your reality to be mentally before uh really anything physically not to say that nothing physical can happen without being there mentally but your from your your position, your coaching and training and living is that mental mental health is the most important thing to do when it comes to crying trying to create a better physical outcome for yourself is to be there. Men, that is just fantastic advice. We can kind of look out and see the difference in some in some people very well. It's like the person that's that's working out on a regular basis and how much that relieves stress and tension and clears you mentally, boosts endorphins, has all of these positive effects and outcomes. I am not the workout queen like Tammy. Um, and so I do struggle with that mental battle of doing it. But even though I have a lot of uh, commitment and follow through with so many aspects of my life, when it comes to working out, I don't know that it's it, that it's mental for me. I know all of the benefits to it. I get more worried about uh, feeling pain and soreness. And I know that there's a lot of different um, views and opinions on that. For me personally, I don't like being sore. The thought of being sore is something that prevents me uh from working out, but with your advice today, getting there mentally, envisioning it, seeing past the struggle, the pain, and being in the moment where I am well, and then also working on my journey is just an awesome perspective. And I have to say that I think you've shaped my mind quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, well, and that's also where consistency comes in and you have to make up your mind before you start working out to be consistent because whenever you go in and you have a hard leg day and then you're consistent and you go in there and you warm your muscles up, guess who's not going to be as sore anymore? You. So mentally you have to prepare yourself not to work out one day, but to work out and work out and work out and work out because it's a <laughs> lifestyle, not uh, just... Hey, I'm going to go to the gym this week and maybe three months from now, you know, that's, yeah. that's not how fitness works. Which, which I'll say that the times that I did dedicate to being, to being committed to my fitness, I did stick with it. But sometimes there, there are things that happen that create that end date and then restarting <clears throat> because at that point, it's not my lifestyle right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that that means that it was not truly a lifestyle for me. I know I'm not alone. You're I, definitely not alone, you know, and people do that with many different 
areas of their life, you know, their, their faith, their education, yeah, you know, so it just has to be uh, you deciding which commitment you can take on and how far you want to take it. Going back to just those benefits of working out, Rashad, I want to thank you so much for, for really shaping my mind. I truly mean that I do feel like there is a spark of difference inside of me. And I can tell you right now that Tammy is probably very excited. And she's going to try to hold me to this commitment. She's going to say, remember you said on the interview that we were going to the gym? And so, because that, that is very much her happy place. So uh, that'll probably be another area that we go back to enjoying together because we have been down that path before. Yeah. Yes. And so mm-hmm. you're such a planner. Like, like, I am like, I don't even know what day of the week it is most of the time. <laughs> but I'm, I go to the, I can go to the gym like a beast, you know? Um, and have a plan and know exactly what I'm going to do two days before I get there and things like that. That's the only thing I actually plan for ever in life. But, um, <laughs> but I think that if we, if we went together and uh, you use some of what you do in like your business, better planning. Yeah. Yeah. If, oh, and like what you've done with this podcast, step-by-step and doing like all six of those exercises for 21 days and then you'd be committed. <laughs> Rashad, I want to, um, I just wanted to kind of quickly go over some of the tips uh, that you had submitted to us. Um, one thing you mentioned was that stress is the number one killer. And I'm going to pair that with how stress breaks down your immune system with that. Can you just tell us a, a little bit more about how how that really plays into part of the stress breaking down your immune system yeah because stress is just it just puts so much on the body the thing is that like all stress isn't bad for sure like uh working out is stressful but it's good healthy and productive stress that you know equates to you know a better a better you um and increasing your personal wellness the, the unnecessary stress which can come from of course a lot of different um variables even because we're talking about food even from the food that we eat that is uh over processed that's also causing your body to be in stress mode because it has to do so much work just to break it down that's an excellent point that there is good stress and bad stress being being that example of fitness and stuff like that listening to your daily schedule and just knowing that you're doing all of this working out. I'm sure that there's probably a couple of points during your day where maybe you just kind of focus on winding down. Yes. What would your advice be um, for someone like me that doesn't take time very often to just sit and wind down? Breathe. Mindful breathing. It sounds very simple, but yeah, mindful breathing. (laughs) It's as easy as one, two, three. So breathing is your answer for a lot of the questions, I would say, with that, that body uh, language, the fear, it's breathe. Mm-hmm. Look at how they're breathing. What do you tell them when they stop breathing? To breathe. <laughs> breathing is essential, yeah. despite what the Breath media says. <laughs> right. <laughs> despite. Yes, exactly. 
Rashad, you said that you were running a Go Clean and Lean program. Would you please tell us a little bit more about what's included in that and what the focus of that program will be for your clients and hopefully some of our guests will be able to join? We focus on um, cleaning up the food that we eat, cleaning up the quality um, and giving our body everything that it needs to keep even what you were talking about early Katie about like the pain we're working out and that really results from inflammation the more inflammation we have the more pain we have the more mucus the body uh, produces um, the more lactic acid and everything goes into the muscles and joints as well um, so we um, with the challenge you're not only going to uh, really flush out some uh, unnecessary inflammation, but you have better uh, memory, focus, mental clarity. Um, you're also going to be at whatever you're closer to your ideal weight is. You're going to feel better, look leaner, and you're actually going to have the desire to eat cleaner because we're reprogramming the mind and the body on a different frequency or a different um, way of looking at food and nutrients and things of that nature. A collection of Ayurvedic um, supplements that are all raw and natural that are easy for anybody that has a busy lifestyle. Um, so you can still get the nutrients that your body needs to really fully align mind, body, and soul. Well, Rashad, thank you so much for inviting us to that challenge. And if any of our listeners would like to join and have a chance to not only get your healthy life on track, but also win up to $500 if you lose 50 pounds, you can visit www.gocleanandlean.com backslash 267029. If you'd like to connect with Rashad, Further, you can find him on Instagram at IAM underscore RA underscore NRG. You can also find him tagged in our most recent post, Louisiana Sister Squad on Instagram, as well as Telegram. The truth train doesn't stop here. Did you know that you can connect with us and our guest further? Join us on the uncensored platform Telegram for live chats and Q&A with our guests. Hope to see you there. Before you go, hit follow and share with a friend. Wake up to a new episode of Louisiana Sister Squad podcast every Tuesday.